Welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Okay, welcome everyone to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I'm very excited about. I think this is going to be an incredible conversation. Caitlin Young, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me on, Evan. I'm really excited to be here. We're excited to have you. (laughs) (laughs) So I like to start off in the same place with all my guests. And that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most that they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Yeah, so I am a multi-business owner. I own a um, social media agency and then I also own a coaching program that we are starting up called Raw and Real Empowerment, um, as well as being a best-selling author. Got a lot going on. (laughs) Okay. And how long have you been in business uh, for? So my first business, I've been in business for eight months. And then the second one is officially launching on September 16th. Mm -hmm. And the first one was the social media marketing. Correct. Okay. And why social media marketing? So I had this moment in February where I realized my purpose in life. You know, we go through those things that, um, you know, we basically wear masks like maybe it's this. Maybe I want to be a vet. Maybe I want to be a dumpster truck driver, whatever it is. Right. And the thing is, I had this moment where I got clarity. I was doing a breathing exercise at an event in Florida. Um, because I was going through a lot of entrepreneur events, just trying to see, okay, what is Caitlin here for? Um, and during this breathing exercise, I saw the words raw and real with them. And I knew immediately that that meant my mission in life was to help others unmask who their hidden truths, who they genuinely are, and to step into their most powerful and elite self. And the way that translates into social media is so many times we do these highlight reels, these, you know, look how perfect my life is on social media. And we cut out the things that make us human. And so I was like, what if we could represent someone authentically online and build their following by putting the spotlight on everything? And so through that, I've been able to help multiple entrepreneurs um, and really just grow their brands, but also just represent themselves authentically. Yeah. Okay. That, that is, that all sounds pretty amazing. The fact that you're able to do that, because that's the thing that we see a lot in social media is like it, it, people just kind of put a front up, you know what I mean? Like it's not really their authentic selves yeah. as much. And like, especially with the entrepreneurs, it's always the 
random quote here, the call to action that's like, buy my stuff here. You know, you don't really get to know them. And so I'm, I like to do the opposite. I'm like, here, get to know me. And then if you relate to it, then you can look at that. But that's not the point. I want to give you value. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, cause that's, that's what's, that is what can be really powerful about, you know, having a presence on social media is it helps people kind of get an idea of the real you and that makes exactly. people a lot more likely to buy, you know, exactly Actually, relationships. Yeah. <laughs> so when you first started in business, you know, a month ago, what was your biggest fear of shopping into business? And did that fear end up coming true? So my biggest fear was that I thought I would just completely screw it over because the year before I was a Walmart employee. So like mm. no business background, didn't go to college, you know, um, I thought for sure going to totally screw this up and going to have angry clients going to, you know, do all that, but it hasn't come true. The clients that have left are ones that I realized we didn't align. And the thing that is super important in any business is starting with core values and having those implemented in your business. So that way you can make a yes or no decision based on those. So the very first thing I did was learning from all these entrepreneur groups I was going to is to implement that first. And so we came up with the core values that spell rare, which is funny because my second business is on real empowerment, which spells rare too. <laughs> um, so raw integrity always, always get back up and make it right when we mess up respect for the individual and everyone benefits from our services. Meaning if our client's not getting what they need, we don't continue. Right. Okay. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's pretty awesome. So I'm also kind of curious. So you started out, you had a social media agency and that was going pretty well. And then you decided to branch out and add uh, your other business too. What was the thought process there? So the thought process with that is I knew it was going to happen. I just didn't know it was going to happen so soon. Um, I launched my book in March, became bestseller, and that's called Unmasking the Greatness Within. So I knew it was going to branch out eventually that, you know, all tying to that purpose I found in February, right? Is that I knew I was called to help people realize they don't have to compromise themselves to be successful. They don't have to pretend to be someone else that what the world needs is them, you know? And yeah. so I realized that and um, I knew that we needed to go on a bigger purpose with that. But I knew that I didn't have everything figured out myself. So thankfully with some mentorship from um, my mentor, Chris Whitehead, and then my business partner um, that went in on it with me, Adam Miller, we've been able to put that together. I'm more of the visionary that has all these great ideas, but I get sidetracked. And so uh, Adam and Chris um, help basically kick my butt in the right direction. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Because I know having a support system is incredibly important when it comes to sure. business and all that kind of stuff. So I think that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yes. So I am a big fan of actionable advice, right? I hate it when I see people reading book after book and listening to podcast after podcast, but if they never actually yeah. do anything, then it doesn't really matter, right? So let's say someone is hearing this and they 
want to expand their social media presence in a way that is true to them, right? And really express mm-hmm. themselves in that way. What would be one piece of actionable advice you would give to so- them? What I always do is I look at it from a standpoint of what can I give instead of what can I get? So when I'm writing a post, I start the post off with something that draws the person in. Like maybe it's, you know, uh, life isn't always unicorns and ponies, whatever it is, right? It's something that draws that audience in. And then the story is your personal life experience, right? So you're telling them, This is what happened. It sucked, but then you give them advice to fix it in that post. You're not going to say, oh, but if you want to figure out the secret sauce, you have to pay $2 billion. Like, no, you actually give them that secret sauce in the post, whether it be, you know, um, doing a gratitude post every day, writing an affirmation on your bathroom mirror, things like that, right? That what they can go, wow, that's profound. I'm going to go implement that. That builds a no like and trust factor with your audience. So my biggest advice to someone would be start with your story, you know, just start with creating your story online and watch people tune in. Right. That that's yeah, that makes sense. And that's kind of a lot of people out there are afraid of like quote unquote giving it all away uh when they post on social media. But I don't really think that's a thing that can happen because Mm-mm. who actually takes the free resources and free value from people and use that to like build a business and all that kind of stuff. No one actually does that because you need the personal touch. You yeah. know, like if, if you and anyone could create a billion dollar business with the free information you can find by watching YouTube videos or reading articles, whatever. But you know, how many billionaires are there? Not very many. No. So, no. Yeah, you can't it's impossible to give away your stuff. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent agree. And, you know, something that I have realized is the more you give, the more it comes back and you do it with an attitude of, I don't expect to get anything back, but you just give, you know, everything that you can. And then later on it comes back and it's like, holy crap, like I didn't see that coming, but it was a nice surprise. Like I've had that happen so much in my life, you know, where you just genuinely give. I feel like that's how people actually get rich is they just have that giving attitude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I think you're probably right. (laughs) So there was another question I want to ask you. So hearing about the backbone of what you're doing with raw and real empowerment, right? And you're like, you're being your authentic self, all that fun stuff. I see a lot, I find that as entrepreneurs and as coaches, we oftentimes teach what we most need to learn. So did you have you found yourself, you know, in the past struggling with the kind of, you know, concepts that built, you know, what you're doing now, what you're helping people with now? Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what happened. Um, basically, from the time I was six to I'm 26 now to when I was 22, I lived a fake life. Um, I got bit in the eye by a dog when I was six. And I thought my parents, I was staying at my cousin's. And basically, my cousin's mom didn't call my mom, even though I asked her to, to come pick me up 
And so I thought, because this person told me my mom doesn't want to deal with it right now, that my mom didn't love it. And so being a sibling of six siblings, you know, I thought, oh, I'm the lowest sibling on the totem pole. I need to be the perfect child. So basically from there, I created this false identity that everything's hunky-dory, everything's okay, life is great. I, you know, that like that social media profile we all see, like everything's going perfect, you know? And the thing is, is I was dying inside. Like when my mom miscarried or was going to miscarry when I was 12, I literally was praying to God that he would take me instead of the miscarriage. I was in bed at 12 year old, years old asking God to end my life. And then it just kept getting worse, right? I became a cutter, binge date, you know, tried to end my life for real. And it just kept escalating, but no one knew because I was so good at hiding it. You know, I hid behind the masks. And um, it wasn't until I was 22 and I had decided it was done and had basically said goodbyes to everyone that I had my breakthrough. Um, my husband, God bless him, saw the signs and look, made me look in his eyes and say, you're not okay, what's wrong? And I told him everything. And so I was in a mental institute for six weeks on and off. And uh, I would do the same thing to them. I'd be like, oh, I'm fine. We're good. We're good, right? Because you're, you're used to that. And then I noticed I was putting myself back in. And I'm going, dang, what is this? And that's when the, I had the realization that if I was not meant to be here, not to get all spiritual on you, but if I was not meant to be here, God would have already taken me. And I knew at that point that my life was worth living, even if I didn't know what that mission was. At that time, I was almost 350 pounds, very heavy weight. And so the first thing I did after I got, you know, the diagnosis of borderline personality was on all these medications and stuff. I went and got the gastric sleeve and I lost over a hundred pounds. And then I started working on, you know, more mental stuff, got off all the medications, except one, still see therapists. There's no shame in that. And uh, basically that brought me to where I am today is doing the inner work, working through it. And so I know what it's like to be that person, but I also know how to accelerate that process for someone that's going through it. Right. Yeah. And that's incredible that you were able to take those experiences and turn them into now a resource for other people who are experiencing similar things and being able to really help, like you said, accelerate their journey so they don't have to sit in that place for as long as you did. Yes, exactly. Yeah. What would be, so, you know, in the spirit of actual advice, let's say someone is listening to this and they're not in a very good place, right? What would be one thing they can do to begin to, you know, make those changes? So the first thing, and it's going to sound corny and you're going to laugh at it, is I started writing self-affirmations to myself every day. Like I literally would write an affirmation and not believe it because I absolutely hated myself at the time. And I would laugh as I was read it because I wouldn't believe it. And I had no idea what to write. So I would just write random things that you're supposed to like about yourself, right? 
And uh, so I would go on and do that on my bathroom. The reason is you go to the bathroom multiple times a day. So you have to see it. And I started doing that. And that created the mindset of I am worth it, right? Like I started to like myself because of that repetition. Just by doing that little action over time, it builds. And now, like in the morning, I go into my bathroom and I'm like, I am a badass. Like, I'm just like quick with it. But if you would have told 22 year old Caitlin that she would have laughed at you and been like, hell no. So that's the thing I would say is start, you know, learning to like yourself again, start writing those affirmations. Even if you can't look in the mirror at yourself at first, because I couldn't, um, I literally wrote them in a closet, (laughs) put them there. Um, Do it. And you'll slowly get to that point where you can yeah, no, the, yeah, that's, it's, there is some incredible power around doing that, honestly, because a lot of the negative stuff comes from, if you just tell yourself all day that you're worthless or whatever, and that's what you believe. And so you need to be able to take, you know, an actionable step to change that inner dialogue and that inner language used and the, the I am whatever statements you're saying yourself needs to change you know if they're really negative and so that's the way to go about you know actually making that change so i think that, that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, well kaylin i think we could probably talk about all of this stuff for hours it's crazy <laughs> but i want to make sure i respect your time and some of our listeners mm-hmm. if anyone is interested in you and in the work you're doing and they want to learn more where can they find out more about you well, I'm on every social media channel, <laughs> um, being the social media doctor, you know, might as well. Um, I So you can find me at Caitlin Young, uh, social media doctor, Mrs. Raw and Real, all those hashtags, you'll find me. Um, we have an event coming up September 16th to launch uh, our coaching program. So definitely check the Raw and Real empowerment pages out, see what that's about. But otherwise, um, just DM me and Facebook and that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. Perfect. Well, there it is. I highly encourage everyone to check that out because you don't often meet people who are so raw and real and open and honest. And I think that is an incredibly powerful characteristic that is going to make, uh, you know, your programs very successful. So I encourage everyone to check that out. And thank you again, Caitlin, for being willing to come on the podcast, share your incredible insights and share your inspiring journey. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review, letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.